Your challenge, if you choose to accept it, is this. Let's go, let's go! Show up on day one, work out with us for 30 minutes, feel good right away. Yo! Repeat five days a week for three weeks. Three weeks? Five workouts a week. We're body, and we call that a body block. You pick the block, and you're going to love the experience. On week four, this part is really important. Take the week off. Seriously, we mean it. Rest, go on vacation, or try something new. Maybe some yoga. Notice you're not holding on to any tension here. Or a dance class. Get sexy with it, daddy. You do you. And then start again. Be committed to this process. Choose a new body block each month. Get a new challenge each month. Have fun every day. Avoid burnout. You're not going to quit on yourself today. This is how you reach your goals. You win? There is nothing that we can't do if we work together. Sign up for your first body block today. Visit body.com for a free trial. That's B-O-D-I dot com. Are you ready to get started? I'm Vanessa. And I'm Abby. And you're listening to Real Moms of Bravo, where we recap your favorite Bravo shows 30 minutes or less every single week. We are super, super excited because we have a guest, our first guest ever, Anthony Lario. Hey! Uncle Tony of Tony's Tea Corner will be joining us today. Here I am, guys. I'm so happy that you guys had me on, and I'm so excited to spill the tea with the Real Moms of Bravo. Yes. So excited to have you. (laughs) We're so excited. And if you're not listening to Tony, please subscribe and listen to his podcast, Tony's Tea Corner. It's awesome. Fabulous. He talks about not only Bravo, but all things pop culture. Thank you guys so much. I really appreciate the plug. And, you know, the Real Moms of Bravo is definitely becoming an iconic thing. It's a niche area that hasn't been done before. And I'm so happy for you guys. Oh, you're so sweet. We love you. Love you guys. All right. Well, so this is a special bonus episode. Uh, it's probably gonna be longer than our average 30 minutes because I don't think that we can cover all that we want to in 30 minutes. But Mm-mm. we're going to start with a little synopsis of what happened this week. And then we're going to dive very deep into all things Jersey. Um, so this week's episode, you know, I thought it was going to be hard coming back from Danielle's wedding, but poor Giuseppe, he just can't have a religious event in his life without drama. But no, I mean, it was amazing. You're absolutely right. It's, it's, it's the true epitome of the Italian culture. Like whenever there's a communion or like a baptism or, or anything, even a wedding, there's always something happening. It's like the true epitome of, uh, leave the gun, take the cannoli and all these religious things. It's crazy. I love it. See, I'm Irish. So we just are too drunk to even like remember. So (laughs) That's the best way to be. Yeah. But I do want to make a point of saying that Jackie and Melissa were saying how communions and bar mitzvahs are similar. And I think our confirmation is more like a bar mitzvah. So for those watching, just want to point out, I think there was an error um, in that. (laughs) But it's so true. I feel like in the Jewish faith and in the Catholic faith, like people go all out for these things. Like my dad videotaped the entire mass for my first communion. That's intense. Like I would not expect anything less from big red, (laughs) but it's crazy. Um, I love funny, especially too, like the, the boys communions, you know, you wouldn't (laughs) expect it for like a little boy. And it's like, just little what's his what's even his name i'm being like uneducated right now the little boy joey is it joey it's giuseppe but they call him joey oh okay little joey he is so cute first of all he's like the he's gonna be trouble i i know he's gonna he's he's like his dad he's gonna be exactly like his dad i hope he's a little less 
I love Joe Gorga, but I hope he's a little less, um, I'm trying to be polite, old-fashioned than his dad. <laughs> mm. No, I, I totally agree. Hopefully, I think that Melissa's, like, pretty grounded. I think that she's instilled some pretty good things in him. So, we'll yes. see. Yes. Um, but it was so sad. They were, like, doing flashbacks of his baptism, you know, when, like, everyone's, like, fighting and, like, Joey's, like, big Joey is, like, crying to his dad, like, I'm your son, and that, like, screechy voice. I don't know if anybody remembers that from, like, yes. years ago. Yes. Um, but that was, like, such a moment. This was not quite as crazy, but uh, there was a lot of drama. Of uh, Like, fortunately, though, it was not within the Gorga family. A lot of it was with Jackie, the new mm-hmm. girl. Uh, Teresa, of course. She's never not with it. And then Jennifer. And I was thinking that Jennifer, like, this was going to be her moment to come out as, like, this villain that Jersey needs with Danielle kind of moving on the outs of the, the show. And I felt like she didn't deliver the way I wanted her to. Yeah. No, she, I, I, agree. I agree. No, anyone with pedal pushers who wears pedal pushers and fugly <laughs> heels and, like, rhinestoned out Chanel... <laughs> Homegirl needs a makeover because I don't know that there's enough Giovanni to make over. I was just saying, do you think Giovanni say. makes pedal pushers? I don't know, but she'd be the one to wear them. Yeah. I was like, I was, <laughs> I don't know how I yeah, feel. Yeah, if about we that. haven't seen the Giovanni pedal pushers from Dorinda, then we're not going to see them from, <laughs> from Jennifer. I mean, or maybe a pedal pusher jumpsuit because I oh. think Lou is rocking that with Countess and friends. Back. Oh, really? I'm into that. <laughs> now, now I'm intrigued. Say jumpsuit yeah. and I'm all in. Here's my whole thing with Jennifer. I, you know, I appreciate this storyline because this is something like totally that would happen with like the the soccer mom like writing a column and it's like totally a subtweet about another mom. I appreciate the authenticity in it. And I think that we were led to believe that Jennifer is going to be this villain and she's really not. Um, Jennifer's almost more there for comedic relief and I'm kind of appreciating it. I, I started out this season really, really not liking her, um, especially things that, you know, I'd seen from Margaret and such about the Oklahoma trip. Um, and I was really team Jackie, Melissa, Margaret, but I don't know now. I'm, I'm having a little bit of a change of heart. I appreciate a quick wit, and I think Jennifer is a, a quick wit. That's a good point. I guess yeah. I am still trying to recover from all the things she said uh, in Oklahoma, Part of that being, though, we're Midwest. So I think it took it a little bit more personal when she made it sound like the only thing to do out there is cow tipping. Oh, yeah. Uh, because you could probably say that about St. Louis and Kansas City, but there's a lot more to do, people. Um, yeah. But no, that's a really good point. I do think she does bring the comedic relief. And I think you're right. Like, she kept saying, like, she's going to come after my kids. I'm ready. But I, I think it was talk. I don't think she really wants to be this mean, in-your-face, confrontational person. I think she just felt attacked and like she needed to defend her kids. Yeah, and I enjoy her more when she makes fun of herself. Yes. Like, even just watching her on social media, she, like, pokes fun at herself a little more. So I hope we kind of see that. I will say I think her husband is the worst yes. of the Jersey husbands. Oh. He's, like, a mansplainer, <laughs> like, a classic mansplainer with everything so I don't know that I'm quite 100% sold on Jennifer, but I think you all are making a good point. I will yeah, say that I, too. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Um, I think that, you know, here's the thing too about the husband. You, you brought up a good point. Jersey always has the husbands at like the forefront of, of these shows. It's like the other ones you could do without them, but like it's essential to the show. And this guy, I really thought as well, he was going to be like a villain husband, 
but he wants nothing to do with the rest of them. It's almost like a little bit Peggy Salahian from Orange oh. County. Like they're doing their own thing. Like they could almost have a show by themselves. I don't know if they need this show. So I actually think I'd like them a lot more if they had their own show. Yeah, like keeping up with the Kardashians, but like keeping up like there are you know Middle Eastern family, like keeping up with them in Jersey. Like it's a whole different kind of shtick, but. Right and their the culture is so unique. really good point yeah their culture is so unique though like the arranged marriages and mm-hmm. and i know i don't know if anyone saw like their marge there's like clips of her in next week's kind of like talking about the whole like mail order bride situation uh, that she apologizes for she was trying to be funny but like that whole thing like i was thinking mail order bride when she's like oh she lives in turkey she wants to be in america so she's marrying my brother it was very like that to me is very interesting and not something we see in any other city. Yeah, I totally agree. It's it's not something that is uh, a, a word that Jackie would probably she said she said it like sixteen times in the show so far. It's not kosher uh, for the Real Housewives <laughs> of New Jersey, and you, you know it, it, it's good TV though, and I think that's all that matters. And you know what, like it's, it's sometimes shit that Jennifer does, I'm like, what the hell are you doing? And then I'm like, okay, well, it actually makes sense a little bit. Like, this whole thing about the arranged marriages, all of a sudden I'm like, oh, my God, this is the most ridiculous thing in the world. And she's like, well, none of us have gotten divorces. None, none of the people get divorces. I'm like, should we all be arranged now? Like, what is this? And I we talked about this last week. Yeah. And we, we, I don't know that we – I don't know, guys. I'm, <laughs> my only thing I'm is, like, I don't think anyone Jennifer gets train. divorced in that culture because you can't. Like, I yes. feel like the men are so in charge. Like, I mean, unless the man wanted to divorce you for, like, a younger version. Yes. I think that's the only time it happened. But, yes. um, no, it, it's, it is really interesting. Um, I did think it was funny, though, that she said, like, these people who date for five years, they get divorced. And the mm-hmm. people who get engaged in two weeks, they don't. I'm like, okay, well, I think we need a little more uh, data supporting yes. it but i see i see her point in a sense um it just it, it's kind of funny because i think she's just going off of only her own little world mm-hmm. but yeah. um okay this is really random and i'm just like re- remembering the episode though and i don't want us to gloss over this uh fetty wap can we just talk about that with yeah. melania for a second what oh my gosh it was I'm sorry, and I'm sorry, Mia, when you're old enough to listen to this, but if you suck at rapping, I'm going to tell you. you exactly. I'm going to tell you. How about you what you try to say? You child a disservice by not telling them that they're not good at something. I mean, on one hand, I commend Teresa, like, for being supportive, but gosh, have some self-awareness. Mm-hmm. Like, she has no rhythm. None. Like, it was painful to watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and you can even see, like, the people around were like, oh, my God, we're just doing this for the show and probably because Bravo's paying us a good amount to be there. It was – it just uh, – I feel bad for her. Like, in 10 years, she's going to look at that and be horrified. Yeah, it was a it was a very cringeworthy moment, and it made me really sad because Melania always kind of provided, like, this, like you, – you know, she would call Joe a meatball and, like, yeah. running around <laughs> yeah. crazy, like – I miss like the old Melania, but in the same respect, like we're watching this kid grow up in front of uh, all of America, all, all of the world. And she's like in her gawky years right now. It's like awkward, really, years. really cringy to watch. And this like, it, like it, what, what is the famous phrase that Marge says? She goes, my vagina hurts. When she, when something's like <laughs> yeah. embarrassing, she's like, oh, my <laughs> vagina hurts. Like, that's how I felt during this. I'm like, oh my God. 
No, it was it was painful. Like I don't even know if we should talk about it anymore. Yeah, I, I think we just need to. I know I feel bad because I mean need, we need to we say all... one more thing though. What, add, adding on to it though, as much as we're saying that how cringy it was, if she was playing a local show, one hundred percent, I'd be there with bells on in the front. Oh my god! Oh, totally. <laughs> I would not miss it. Not at all. Not it, for the it, world. That's, yeah, that's a very good point. We're all like kind of dissing her for this, but we'd probably be her biggest fans if she yes. like released an album. Oh, one hundred percent. So we know you love Marge and we love Marge, but I was dying when she walked out. So she's doing this photo shoot and she walks out and they're like, you look like baby spice. And I didn't know if that was a compliment or an insult. (laughs) Here's the thing with Marge is like, she is so quick witted. Like she'll go back at you, but like, there's been some things this season that Marge like doesn't have a response to right away. And I'm liking like seeing this almost like more vulnerable side of her. Um, yeah, I, I think that this is a really good second season for Margaret. Um, you, oh, she's great. She's a great yeah. addition to the cast. Yeah, part of me was worried because what they what they do with second season Housewives, like they did it with Siggy, um, and then she was off the show right after. They did it with Kathy Walkeley. She lasted one more season, but then she got the boot. Like they take your, how good your first season was and they almost try to do like a complete 180 on a production aspect. They like either make mm-hmm. you the villain the next season or they make you disconnected with the cast and Marge just fits in perfectly with them. Oh no, she fits great. And I actually like that. I don't know. I felt like last season, a lot of the wives were coming out for her because she is so quick witted and didn't get her sense of humor. Yes. But I kind of, I just like, she's like kind of one of the voices of reason this season. I, I really, really enjoy her. Mm-hmm. Like, I, she's a perfect. I'm so glad she's on it, and I hope she's on it for many years to come. It feels like she was an OG. Like, I yes. forget that it's, it's only her second season. She just like fits in so well. But the history and the way she's made like really good relationships with these women, it feels like she's been around a lot longer. Mm-hmm. It's crazy because she fit in better than Teresa's own family, like Kathy and Rosie, and even Melissa the first yeah. couple seasons. Yeah, for sure. You're right. Jersey took a weird direction there for a while. Like it was housewives with like some family mixed in. Cause of course they had to do the Jersey Italian thing. And then it got super weird when they first brought Melissa on and Kathy and Rosie, it felt like the, you know, in Grant's rants, um, Grant's rants, Hollywood talk. He always says that for the longest time, instead of the real housewives of New Jersey, he just called it Teresa of New Jersey. Cause that's all, <laughs> that's true. all about. Everyone was related to her, mm-hmm. but now it's kind of, you know, branched out a little bit. And I don't know if you guys knew this, but Margaret was actually asked to go on the season with Amber and the twins first. Oh, and, oh interesting. And I'm glad she didn't. Cause I don't think she would have lasted. Now, now I, Oh, good. No. <laughs> I think you're right. Now I was just going to say, I kind of want Dolores to re- be replaced. Really interesting. Now, it's, tell me why, because I have some thoughts on this, too. I just think she's boring. Mm-hmm. I just feel like she has no backbone. Yeah. I don't know. I just... She just kind of clings to somebody. Like, last season, it was Siggy. Right yes. now, she's clinging to Teresa. Like, she always needs somebody. But I will say, she stirs the pot like no one else. To call okay. up Jennifer... Yeah. Be like, hey, did you read that article? It might be about you. And then, mm-hmm. like, I love that she turns to Frank. Goes, oh, Frank, I'm not in the mood for a fight today. I'm like, you just started this whole fight. No, yeah. I just find her boring. Like, and then yeah. her mystery boyfriend, who we never see. I just, I don't know. She needs to get a hobby, maybe get another dog. I'm just not <laughs> feeling Dolores. Here's the thing about Dolores. She's very similar to Cynthia Bailey from Real Housewives of Atlanta. She's yes, there. And when she's not there, you feel like something's missing, but you don't know what it is. And then when she is there, you're like, eh, about her. 
So that's a very good comparison because Cynthia's right? storyline on Atlanta is super boring. Yes. So that's actually a really good comparison. I would love to see a storyline with Dolores that doesn't involve her family. I want to see she needs to let go of Frank. Yes. I, 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 the whole thing with Frank, like really, really makes me crazy because they are meant to be together. Like, I just don't get this. Like, they are two peas in a pod, and I get sometimes that, like, love is not enough to make something work. But the way that they function in their daily lives works together. So either just be together or don't. It doesn't make sense. I think if it weren't for their son, I don't know that they would be, in like, in each other's lives. Really? I personally wouldn't want them back together because I feel like I feel like he stands in her way mm-hmm. in some ways. You're you know, right. like, yeah in terms of his opinions and whatnot. And the fact that he didn't share like the biggest secret ever with her, but yet she goes back. She's very, very forgiving. I would not be that forgiving, but again, they share a son yes, and maybe a daughter, but I, I think that has so much more to do with it. Now, let me ask you this too, guys. Do you believe that she really didn't know? I think she, I don't know. Like I go back and forth. I feel like this is her storyline. So she's just like repeating it and repeating it. But the more and more she says, like, I can't believe you didn't tell me, the more I think she knew. Mm-hmm. I, I totally agree. And a lot of stuff with Dolores seems very heavily produced. I don't know if you guys noticed, not this episode, but the last one, when she was having lunch with Jackie, she had a disappearing necklace. The necklace was on her neck for what you got to go back and watch it. My mom. And oh I were, my God. I did not even notice that. My, my, my jaw was like wide open. We were freaking out. You got to go back and watch it. The lunch with uh, where the umbrella falls over where the spirit of yeah. Teresa comes in. But like she has this necklace on and then it flashes to Jackie, then back to her and the necklace is not there anymore. I'm like, they must've filmed it. It made me so weirded out. Cause I was like, they probably filmed this scene like twice. Yeah, that's hilarious. It could have made Jackie's curling iron burn mark go away then. Yeah, literally though. That was distracting. (laughs) They should have. I know. Yeah, so here, you want to talk about Jackie now too? Like, should we do a dive on her? Yeah, let's go to Jackie for sure. What do you guys think? I want to know your guys' like general thoughts. I've heard you touch on it before, but I want to know more. I I mean, we love Jackie. I love her. I do. I think, well, I think she's what they needed. I think that one, I think Melissa kind of needed somebody in her corner. She's kind of like Melissa's Dolores, you yes. know, where she's yes. like, she's going to defend her no matter what. And I think that helped balance it out. Cause I didn't like it when it felt like, when it felt like it was Kathy and Rosie and Melissa against Teresa. And then I don't like it when it's like Teresa and Dolores against Melissa. I, I like it balanced. I uh, and the other thing I think with her is she has just put her whole story out there from the start like each episode it's like another like revelation about her life that's kind of like whoa yeah so she i mean she's very i think real um but this episode i will say like i part of my opinion changed a little bit i went back and i read the article that she wrote and i think it was definitely like obviously she was speaking about jennifer's children of course course. i mean it was and she even said yeah but and i don't think what she said was bad i went and read it it was more just like went more into like a psychologist talking about how you can give your kids a lot of gifts, but not have them be spoiled and make sure they're appreciative. But if you're going to start by describing someone's house and quote what they said to you, I think you give them the decency of a heads up and just let them know, like, here's the point of it. So that was the part where I was a little disappointed in her. And then 
I don't know, like her, even the way she approached Teresa for the apology. I don't know. I was like, oh, don't start doing this now. I liked you better before. Yeah. I think those are all really good points. I I mainly like her because she feels she's like a fresh breath of air. Or wait, is that right? Fresh, Almost. Fresh, breath, breath, breath of fresh, fresh air. air. Yeah. Thank you. You were like I'm Teresa there. there for a second. <laughs> um, anyways, but I like her. She just seems to have a very interesting story. But everything you guys are saying is a really good point. I do think as a phoenix you know, she kind of poisons herself as a classy woman, someone who's real. I do think she should have given Jennifer a heads up, but um, I don't know. Maybe it's her way to keep herself relevant. I do think all these women are calculating in their own right to kind of ride on these 15 minutes of fame, especially the newbies, to try to stay on. So it might be her way of doing it. Wouldn't be the way I would do it, but I don't know. Can't be mad at her for it. I feel you. I feel everything that you guys said. I do think that she's a good addition to the show. But my real deep dive on Jackie is, here's the thing. First of all, precursor, uh, I trust Margaret's opinion a lot. You know, last time I was at dinner with Margaret, it was right before the first, it was the day before the premiere. And she said, you're going to love Jackie. She's got her head on her shoulders. And I trust Margaret's judgment on somebody. But at the same time, Margaret had a judgment about Danielle in her first season and then look where that was. Yeah. And also I could see Margaret and Jackie getting in an altercation like no other. I think that they are too similar, except I think Marge is a lot lighter than than I'm correct me if I say the wrong name. I'm talking about Jackie, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um I think Marge is a lot lighter than Jackie, but at the same time I think that they're similar in a lot of ways. I also think that Jackie is like a poor man's Carol Radzivill from New York. <laughs> I, I love <laughs> Right? Am I not right? I think that she she is she thinks she's Carrie Bradshaw and she's not. She thinks Oh my that- god, Jennifer's <laughs> clip right there. I mean, that was gold. Oh, exactly. I that that's what I was saying about her quick wit. Like she is funny. But you know, I, I think that Jackie is really, really prying for a second season, which is good. You should be like that. I think that's how you get a second season is when you try. And you're right. She did do this very strategically correct in, in which she, you know, came, comes out with things every episode about herself and reveals herself more. I just think that it, some of the things she says are a little alarming. For example, when she was on Watch What Happens Live and she disses Jennifer like right to her face on the stage. I'm like, okay, this is not mob wise. We're not going to get an altercation <laughs> on live TV. <laughs> and then the second one, she literally said, I don't think, I think she said something to the effect of Margaret will never be wrong in my eyes. And that's just not something that you say on The Real Housewives. Like you can't blindly take somebody's side unless you... Um, unless you just want to be somebody's wing woman like Dolores is with Teresa. So it, it's something that's difficult. I, I can see Jackie, you know, coming on for another season, but I'm fearful that she'll turn into somebody like Carol. That's a good oh, point. Cause Carol, that's a really interesting point. Yeah. I loved Carol at first, loved her. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, now I'm like so bored with her. I'm glad she's not coming back. Cause I think, yeah. you know, there was really no point to keeping her. So man, yeah, you That's know, a- they're fiercely loyal. And I'm seeing how, you know, Jackie is being very, very fiercely loyal to Melissa and to Margaret. And, you know, that loyalty comes with a cost, like how Carol was so fiercely loyal to Heather Thompson. And then she's fiercely loyal to Margaret, or uh, to uh, 
Bethany Frankel, and it always ends up biting her in the ass. So, wow, Tony spilling the I know. tea. Right, here we go. <laughs> here we go, girls. You, you know it. I mean, it's it's uh, it, it's very strange what happens when somebody goes onto reality TV. Um, I feel like they almost lose sight of who they really are, and they become a caricature of themselves or a shell of themselves, rather. I could see that, and I'm actually interested with Jackie. You know how she said she's going to try to reconcile with her sister. Uh-huh. Like, I wonder if she gets asked for a second season if that'll play out on TV, or I don't know. I feel like she's pl- planting the seeds, yeah, of things to be on. So, what do you think about Danielle? Oh, where do we even start? First of all, Danielle Staub is an iconic reality TV persona in general. Not just Real Housewives. Like, she is up there with all of the iconic reality TV people in reality TV history. But she did not play her cards right with the Real Housewives of New Jersey upon her return. It, uh, I think, for one, she feels out of place. And I think, I mean, and I think, obviously, the producers and Bravo saw that, too, because she hasn't even had a confessional yet. Um, but also... Um, while I feel like she's out of place and like super scary and villainous, that's what we need is a villain. So I think this is either going to go one of one of two ways. I think that next season she's either going to come back full time or she's not going to be on the show at all. See, I totally think you're going to have her back if for nothing else than the divorce. Mm. But I don't know. A lot of the divorce is playing out now when they're obviously not filming right now. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if that's going to hurt her. If like so much of it already gets out. I mean, there's this whole, she's filing for a second um, restraining order, which if I thought there was like true abuse, I would be like, okay, you need to do what you need to do to protect yourself. But her, her mental uh, verbal abuse that she says he's going, she's going through from him is because he's telling people that they're working on their marriage mm-hmm. and because he won't agree to any of her, like she's given him four settlement offers and he turns them all down. I don't yeah. know if that, if that constitutes a restraining order. Neither do I. I don't think so. I don't think so. Well, and did you guys see her apology? I think it was on. Oh Tuesday. my God. I saw it on Instagram, like for her behavior at the wedding. Yes. It's, it, it was totally vapid, but keep going. I want to hear your. Oh your no, point. it was just very cringeworthy. I mean, Abby and I've talked a lot about this and I feel like she's, Yes, I agree with you that she's a great villain. A lot of classic, big-time reality TV, real housewife moments have happened with her in it. But I feel like there's no subs, like there's not really much to her. As- outside of, you know, being confrontational and everything else, I don't really know what her story is. Exactly, and she's not being vulnerable like she was in the past. I feel like people forget about her first two seasons where she opened up a lot about what she used to go through, being abused and... Um, being involved in literally the Colombian cartel. Like, it, it, it's crazy what this woman has gone through. And it's as if her entire past is erased. And it's like she just was born at post Danielle Staub from The Real Housewives. Like, it's not the same Danielle Staub. And everything that she does is extremely calculated. And also, something that really pisses me off, and I actually just texted Margaret about it today, was... Uh, I was rewatching the old episodes just preparing for this and my recaps this week. And when she says to Melissa, are you, what is, is there something lesbonic going on between yeah. you and Jackie? Um, <laughs> Daniel Staub, were you not the one who in your first season, not only cursed out Joe Giudice for saying the word gay, but you also did a duet with lesbian superstar yes. on Watch What Happens Live. <laughs> Like real close. Yeah, real close. <laughs> and like 
what was that supposed to be? Like, is that supposed to be a negative thing, uh, Danielle? And I got to read you Margaret's response. Hold on. Let me pull it up. It's so fun. Oh, my gosh. This is I so love good. that you text her. Like, oh my I know. God. <laughs> Are you ready? One, yes. one line. Danielle is a pathetic gutter snake. That's it. That's all she said. <laughs> wow. I can totally hear her saying that. I know. That too. I'm like, it's in Marge voice when oh, you say yeah. that. Danielle is a pathetic gutter snake. Like, that's it. Like, come on. Like, that's well, it. That's... And like you said, like, when you look at her first couple seasons, why am I blanking on the girl's name? Her son is autistic. Um, Jacqueline. I really like Jacqueline. It. Jacqueline. Thank you. So she, like, you cut, like, I think everybody to be successful and to, like, make yourself relevant on any housewife show. You need somebody that you're confiding in. Otherwise, like the scenes you're filming with people aren't that exciting. And she had that with Jacqueline. Like she would kind of like talk to her about things, even though I felt like Jacqueline was like a naive idiot about Mm -hmm. a lot of it. Yeah. And I thought she was going to be that way with Marge, but she really isn't. And this season, as we're all seeing, I mean, she's just using Marge and his being like, honestly, we're talking about verbally abusive or mentally abusive. That's Danielle to Marge right now. Like some of the things she says and does. Horrible. Yeah. Oh, awful. Awful. Especially like someone like that. Not a lot of people. Why would you want to get rid of or be mean to the people who, who have you in their corner, like who have your back and someone who's such a good friend and everything that how she treated her at the wedding and just, just how she ma- wanted to make everything about her. It was just, and I'm still mad about gross. the comment to Marge about Marge being friends with Dolores when she said what? Oh yeah, she got cheated the... on, and you cheated on your husband. Oh, awful! Yeah. It's a it's Nasty. abominable. It is it is low class trash, and and but that's why we love her though. It is why we love her. <laughs> like there there wouldn't be a good, the the season wouldn't be what it is without her. And I'm really excited for when she's gonna get her confessionals because she filmed them. So we so know she that. did. Oh. Okay, I was yeah. wondering that. Yeah, she just she just finished filming them. I want to say a couple of weeks ago, and what like some inside scoop, even though the show has technically quote unquote stopped filming. They still film things. They're still going around with the camera at certain places. I mean, sirens media is a, is on a hustle. So I would not be surprised if they're filming something with Danielle. Right. Ah, now, oh, smart. Kind of like Louie yes. and going to rehab and all that stuff with New York. Yep, exactly. And uh, I'm, I'm excited to see that play out. And you know what? You, you guys might be right. She might be back and, any capacity next season because I don't think that they would have her on watch what happens live if they were truly trying to ice her out. True. Especially with Lindsay Lohan. Oh, oh my God. That is going to guys. I'm telling you that is going to be unbelievable. I, I mean, gonna, I mean, Lindsay, I mean, Danielle and Lindsay look the same age. Oh, it's really <laughs> sad. It's really, it's really sad. sad. Lindsay so is like sad. the worst example. Well, the best example, but the most heartbreaking example of like falling from grace. I mean, oh, yeah, I loved her being girls and like she even like when her, she was in her like coke raging days with Nicole Richie and Paris oh, Hilton yeah. loved Iconic. her then. Mm-hmm. And now I'm like, oh, I mean, when Lindsay. you let Oprah down, I feel like there's no rebound. No, there's no <laughs> rebound. She has like, I mean, honestly, it's going to be interesting. I think she and Danielle are very similar in some ways. And, It'll be, um, and well, she's from Long Island, right? Lindsay? Yeah, they're Isn't from New her York. Family? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, uh, well, that will be good. Yeah, I think that they've got like kind of that Spitfire thing in them, but also they've been through a lot of crap. And That's uh, very true. 
Yeah, yeah, but you're right about the. I mean, it looks like Lindsay's Lindsay's been like sitting in a pool for thirty years. Like her skin is pruned and wrinkly. I'm like, oh my god, what have you been doing? It's it's no, it's bad. It's all the drugs that she's done. In her yeah, life. up to her. Mm-hmm. It did well, catch up. Tony, what do you think we have one housewife more, one more housewife we haven't dished about is Teresa, the OG. Ooh, I mean, Teresa is a cornucopia of almost every emotion <laughs> on, on the Kinzig scale. I mean, she, she, she's so lovable, but she's so hateable, and she's everything in between. And that's what makes her, I mean, you can't write characters like Teresa Judice. And uh, I, I've, I honestly think that this is a good season for her um, because she doesn't seem quite as like barred out as she has in the past couple seasons. Like she's a little bit more with it and on top of it, especially in her confessionals. I can kind of relate to what she's going through um, with Melissa and the dad and such um, because, you know, in Italian culture, that's that's a, a very big thing that happens. When one of the grandparents dies, it's, it's almost worse than if they had both had died because you take that one in and there's always jealousy and, and rage, especially with Italian siblings. And then you throw in like the red wine in the mix and then it all goes to shit. So like, I feel like Teresa has a point. I also feel like she is beating a dead horse with it. Maybe because she, oh yeah, maybe because I, I don't know what other storyline she has. Yeah. Well, um, she's got her bodybuilding now, but no, yeah. uh, my whole thing with that is, so I feel like she is being a dead horse. Like she loves to bring it up. Like, why don't you see daddy? And Melissa, tell your husband to see his dad. And like, cause she knows it's going to create arguments and confrontation. But I feel like because it's been like happening every season that Joe Gorga now is like, I don't have time to see my dad. And like, he's starting to look like that? a huge asshole. Like, yeah, you're, you're, well now, no, no, I don't know if he's out of the hospital yet. He was in the hospital for a while. Yeah. And, like clearly he was not in the be- in the best health. You can see that even before he was hospitalized. And so like you, you're telling everybody how you don't have time to see him. But I like, as I was watching, I'm like, you have time to go sit with Frank and eat. Yeah. Go exactly. with your dad. Go invite your dad. <laughs> go see your dad. Yeah. I also think no, no might be hitting the, uh, the whiskey bottle a little too hard sometimes. Uh, he was yes. pretty toasted. Easter. He gets like really, really drunk, like alarmingly drunk. And of course you can't teach an old dog new tricks. They're not going to be able to do anything about that. But, uh, I mean, honestly, he's probably going to have to keep drinking to keep living at this point. If he tried to, <laughs> yeah. Right? No, he can't handle the, the, the withdrawals. Yeah. yeah. Have you yeah. ever met now, him in real life? Oh, I've never met. No, no, no. I just want to know, like, can you even understand what he's saying? Can I tell you this, though, like what when all the times that I've seen Teresa and been with Teresa, she is the loveliest person and the sh- one of the shyest people I've ever met. Really? She, oh, really? That surprises she, me. She is super, super, super shy. I think that I mean, it all goes back. This is why I love talking Jersey. I just feel like I can, I can relate to it so much because my household, the way I grew up is so similar to these people on this show. And my mom and, and everybody, they're all so similar to these women. And a, a main aspect with them is, is not only the rage, but also the love. And you can tell that Teresa really, really loves the people in her life. And sometimes, you know, that love turns into the antithesis of that, which is rage and hate. 
and you I've had conver- a conversation with her about this and it, it's it's the epitome of an Italian woman and she's really really lovely and I think that the show obviously caused a lot of shit to to break loose with she and her husband um going to quote-unquote camp and yes. they went away going away they're, going they're away. Just away yeah they yeah. just went away but um of course at the same time it's given her a huge huge platform to do so many things and i think that if maybe if she had not gone on the show it could have ended up worse um that's, that's probably true i think that she's a better person because of it and the show forced her to be accountable and those were her words not mine she has said that oh before. wow so, wow yeah well, well i think good. even for her family had she not been on the show i mean what like for these kids financially i don't know what would happen with their lives oh for sure and she probably never would have talked to melissa again if it weren't for the show wow. oh wow yeah crazy god this yeah. is crazy yeah well, so do you think any, so we're kind of, kind of like, I want to get your take on what you think is going to happen the rest of the season, but just taking a little bit step further, do you think, minus Danielle, that all of these women will be back next season? Hmm. This is difficult. I think, you know, what would be the dream cast for me? If Okay. Well, actually like my all-star Jersey cast, I really think that we need to go back to the OG days, but bring Margaret back in the mix. So like, don't even bring back Caroline. I don't. I don't care. But like, let's do Teresa, Jacqueline, Dina, Kathy, Lockheed, Melissa, and Margaret. I would love to see Ooh, that go down. That would be good. Mm-hmm. That would. I miss Dina. Yeah. I, oh, I, I miss love Dina. Dina. Now that's what I was just getting to too. I think that next season, maybe we can add Dina back into the mix or somebody who left the show. Because is she in California though? I think she moved. Did yeah. she officially move there? Now, what do you guys think of her, like going over to the OC or Beverly Hills? See, I think she'd be perfect. Uh, me, can you see her going up against Tamara Judge? That would be. See, I want her OC and I want Dad Beverly Hills. I want to rearrange. Oh, okay. Wait. So, who do you want to go to Beverly Hills? I want Kelly Dodd to go oh, over to good. Beverly Hills. Yeah. Wait. So, what is that? I heard a rumor about that. We're getting a little off topic, but who cares? Tell me more about that. <laughs> well, I think because so she after the last reunion. Uh huh. She is furious with Vicky, rightfully so. I mean, Vicky told her that she uses a lot of cocaine, that she never wants to be around her daughter. I mean, she said a lot of horrible things. Yes. But so this is all stuff that Kelly's tweeted. And people are like, well, why don't you, you know, take legal action against uh, Vicky? And she said, it's part of her contract. Yeah, when you sign sue. up for the show, you, you can't sue one another. Yeah. And she doesn't want to film anymore with Vicky. But Vicky is the original original. Of course. So they can't get rid of her. Uh, and I actually think Andy would love to get rid of Vicky, but he knows he can't. Yes. So uh, if she's going to stick with this, the rumor is they're going to try to move her to Beverly Hills. I think she'd be perfect in Beverly Hills. I would love her in Beverly Hills. But I think Dina and OC is so needed. I think her and Gina and the with their oh, with their you know, East Coast shenanigans, they'd be oh, amazing. They would really bring it up a notch. They they would be really really great. I, I also agree with Kelly going to Beverly Hills she would fill that Brandy Glanville type role but in a less calculated kind of way um she would be over the top and and crazy but like also know when to apologize and bring it back in I think that would be great but also I think Dina if 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 she is in California go to OC but really I think that they need to bring back somebody for this cast uh on Jersey um they I, I honestly they might keep it exactly the same 
but I think that you always got to leave a little wiggle room. Bring somebody else in. I mean, if you're not going to make Danielle full time, bring back somebody. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't even be opposed to them bringing back Amber with all that was just happening with her in the press. Yeah. She's- oh, and I feel like Amber is divorce city so oh, soon. I'm just God. waiting. She needs to go back on the show to get some money and then be able to get divorced. Well, also yeah. to clear her name. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> to associate herself. I always felt so bad for her. Husband. I think her husband is disgusting even before the whole like all this homophobic things that he said yes but I always thought she was such a sweet good person and I never understood why she was with him and I almost felt sorry for her because I think she was kicked off the show quickly because of him well you want to know something interesting yes (laughs) of course wait can you hear me yes I can hear you oh okay I'm back um (laughs) she actually was not fired she she was asked to come back on the uh, contingency that her husband had to be on the show again. And wow. she said that she did not want to do it with him anymore. And wow. so so they let her, that's when they fired her. Oh my God. I have so, like goosebumps. Mm-hmm. How crazy Oh my is gosh. That? Uncle right. Tony. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that nice? You have so much tea. I love it. Well, and you know, if we're going to talk about Amber, like I've already talked about this with her, so I can say it. But, you know, I've become friendly with Amber just through my show. And, you know, she was so great on, I mean, it's so interesting when you, when you talk to some of these ladies. When I first started out, my whole kind of forte was, you know, getting people who had left the show because they're able to talk more. They're not in contract with Bravo so strictly, but they still are in contract. When you sign with Bravo, it's like signing up for Scientology. You are like in a billion year contract. You <laughs> oh cannot, my God. You cannot say certain things, even if you're not on the show anymore. Um, wow. But Amber was, you know, it, it's so interesting talking to these ladies because, you know, they say, so full heartedly, you know, I can only do a 30 minute interview. I can only talk for 20 minutes. And then they stay on the phone with you for like two hours. So wow. it almost makes you wonder, are they lonely? What's going on? Like, was or this, do they miss it? Do they, like, miss, they miss it? it. They, yeah. they miss talking about it. They like need to talk about it. Um, oh. But, you know, I had on Leanne Locken, who's a current cast member. And she also, I, she had to have her publicist phone in on the other lines to make sure that Leanne didn't say anything that would spoil the show. Wow. So, so I mean, it's, wow. I mean, I didn't realize it was that locked tight. Yeah. Yeah, it's locked tight. But Amber, you know, revealed a lot of shit and we became, you know, friendly. I, I wouldn't say we're close, like, but we talk a, a fair amount. And, you know, when this whole thing happened with Jim, I reached out to her right away and said, listen, I do not support what your husband said. But at the same time, I support you. And if you need anything, let me know. I'm going to bite. I was thinking as I type that to her, I'm going to kick myself in the ass for this. Lo and behold, the next morning, I get a text from her. Can you do me a favor? I was so scared, guys. I was like, what the frig is she going <laughs> to Can you help I'm me like burn his body? I'm my seat right yeah. now. Because oh I'm thinking for my brand and stuff. I mean, I, I love her, but I cannot. I said to her full heartedly, I, I do not support what your husband did, but I support you. So basically, all she ended up doing was asked me to help her along with a statement to Us Weekly. And um, 
I'm not going to say what I told her to say, but nothing that I told her to say made it into the Us Weekly statement. Oh, well. So she was not taking the advice of um, LGBT friends and family, as she said, um, because that statement sounded like Jim Marchese also wrote it. Um, So, you know, people, it's a very interesting phenomenon what happens because Amber is literally a realtor right now for Remax. Like, oh, seriously? Yes. <laughs> like so that, like, Abby. You're like, oh, like, <laughs> baby. So you might as well be working at like the Gap. Yeah, oh, that's exactly. so sad. I know, I know, I know. And it's, you know, when you say 15 minutes of fame, it literally is 15 minutes of fame. But with our social media world, they stay famous, quote unquote, famous forever. She has that blue check mark next to her name. That's not going away. She has a blue check mark. Yeah. Wow. Wow. We need yeah. to check out her page. I might do that after this. Oh, now, you... now I'm like, I need to go peruse. You got to follow her. She does post some funny shit. I'll give her that. She's got a great sense of humor. Um, okay. Wow. Okay. So what do you think that's going to happen the rest of the season? What are some of your predictions? Oh, this is good. Okay. Um, this is hard because I do. I like know. Do you, know you probably know some stuff, don't you? I know some stuff, but I'll just give it like my prediction. Like what I thought before I, I, I knew what was going to happen. My prediction is that this whole storyline with Melissa acting like she has a freaking third sister. Oh my God. Oh my it's God. Go- it's going it's to be. It's Teresa. Yes. It's going to be this big emotional. You know what, Teresa? I realized it was you. And oh so that's how they're going to make up. That's how they're going to make up. That's my I mean, prediction. That- that whole storyline is the funniest shit I've ever seen. I think like, we're all like sitting there like, it's Teresa. Come on. Yeah. Like, it's so dumb. There's so many memes about it. Like, it's Teresa. Like, it is on. Teresa. It's so stupid. But uh, I mean, if, if I, I'm not going to lie, I'm probably going to cry when they reveal it. Because uh, that's just how I am. Oh, I'm sure. You yeah. Know, that, that's the whole point of like these podcasts that we do and stuff. We like talk shit, but then we're so invested in it when we're watching it. Yeah. Um, we're obsessed with them. Exactly. Um, and I'm also predicting that things are not going to get better between Melissa and Danielle, nor between her husband and Danielle's now ex-husband. So okay. I think it's going to get a lot worse. What do you guys think? I, I think, Go ahead, Abby. Uh, I think Danielle's relationships with everyone is just only going to get worse. Like, she's clearly not concerned about maintaining Marge in her corner. No. I don't think she's really all that worried about Melissa either because she seems very quick to kind of critique Melissa for things she thinks she could have done better, especially when it involves Teresa. Yes. So I think the only person, which is, you know, so ironic given the first season that Teresa and Danielle were out for blood with each other. But I think that's really going to be her only friendship she's going to have remaining by the end of the season. Yeah, you're probably right. And, um, it, that that could be a good thing because Teresa kind of dictates who comes back and who doesn't come back. That's also a big fear of mine for Jacqueline Goldschneider or not. Ja- is her name Jacqueline? Yeah. Jacqueline Goldschneider. Yeah. I, yeah. I have a fear that, you know, Teresa has such a pull in the same way that Vicki Gumbelson and Tamara judge do that. I don't know if she'll be back. Do you, yeah. uh, like, are they going to let, if Teresa, what I do mean, you think V? I think so. I I don't know. I feel like Jackie has had such a positive response from fans. Oh, overwhelmingly come, positive. If she didn't come back, people would be pissed. But yeah. with Jennifer, I agree with everything you guys are saying for the other half of the season. 
But with Jennifer, I feel like she has this alliance with Teresa. I think Teresa and Melissa's like peak fighting is going to be like influenced by Jennifer. Yes. And then I agree with you, Tony, that they're going to make up mm-hmm. because yes. she's a sister. Yes. But I think sister. that's going to be Jennifer's play in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I totally agree. And I, I think that also, um, Jennifer is in a Jennifer is in a pretty good spot in the way that she is aligned with Teresa, like you said. And also, we know that in real time, Margaret and Jennifer are friends. So it's yes. like we know that that's not going anywhere. I feel like they set up this season like Margaret and Jennifer were going to have like a big kind of conundrum going on, but it's all fine in real time. Um, and so I, I guess I mean, what do you guys think about that too? Like, I feel like we almost when they film these shows, they they need to have something in their contract that like they can't use social media or something for a while. Yes. Because, yeah, we find out too much. Find out way too much, especially with the Vanderpump cast. Oh, they're like I remember when Brittany when Brittany got engaged, like everyone knew that it was the first episode of the season. Like I'm with you 110. percent Like I, I mean, granted, we're glued to our phones because this is like what we like to talk about. But I feel like there's no no secrecy. Like all the for Beverly Hills, we all know about the Lisa Vanderpump drama. Like there's, it's all out there. I kind of miss the days of when Housewives didn't really worry about getting fired as much because there wasn't the social media presence. Like the first, I mean, when it originally was just OC and then I forgot what they added second. Was Atlanta? It was Atlanta? No, yeah. the second one was New York. New York. Yeah, that's what I thought. And then I think Atlanta came in. But yeah. um, in the beginning, people didn't get fired because they didn't have to like, there wasn't all this extra Instagram like wanting to know what people are doing daily hourly yeah and so i feel like um i kind of miss that like because i going into it i didn't know everything already yeah and i looked forward to each episode and even if someone was boring i you'd still give them the benefit of the doubt now when people are boring if they're also then boring in real time on their instagram i mean they are fired they're done yep you are absolutely right you like they must be getting paid to do these twitter fights and stuff because like the whole thing with um you know, Emily Simpson coming at Tamara, which I loved. But I'm totally team Emily Simpson and goodbye, Tamara. She's awful. <laughs> I, I, mean, I don't even care. I used to like tiptoe around it because I know Tamara is like obsessed with every, like everything that she's going to hear this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. she's going to hear. <laughs> she probably, I'm, I guarantee you put my name with this. She like knows that like people that I interview talk sh- shit about her and she's so narcissistic that she's probably going to listen. Wow. Um, I'm like, I would die if Tamara actually listened to this. Oh, like, Tamara, if you listen, comment on one of our posts and let us know. <laughs> oh, no. You know what Tamara's going to do? She's going to block you because you have. Oh, you. really? Yeah. Which is great. That's an honor to be blocked by Tamara. Oh, like, wow. Emily Simpson. I would be really said. excited. So, what happens if you're blocked when you click on it? It's like this person's blocked you? Yeah. Like, she blocked me. So, like, I can't go find, I can't find her Instagram unless I go on another account. Then I can find her oh, Instagram. My oh, my God. I'm so dying. Every crazy. time I want to stalk Tamara, I log on to Cooking with Gina and go stalk Tamara. Oh, um, my God. By the way, you guys, for the, everyone listening, Cooking with Gina is Anthony's mom, oh, yeah. and she is the most adorable person ever like I always wish I grew up like Italian or probably the V because of your family is just like I'm obsessed with them yeah like Latin like I feel like us Irish I'm Irish and Polish so basically like we're making pierogies and we're drinking <laughs> That's really heavily 
So, I mean, it's still a lot of fun. Don't get me wrong. But so I have this like fascination with other cultures and your mom is like, if I were going to be Italian, I'd want to be just plucked right into your family. Your mom is adorable. That is so sweet wet like yeah. w-i-t because mm-hmm. she's down with it yeah, not yeah. cooking wet yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, not even, Gina, it's not even cooking it's cooking so, oh cooking oh it's cooking wet yeah cooking oh wet it's like in in south philly when you get the cheesesteaks they ask you wit or without onions yeah so, i love that wit whiz you want a wit whiz yeah yeah wit whiz um <laughs> oh cooking my gosh, that's so great and uh that's so great you know this all has been like fun for her too because like she you know she she's been asked to do stuff in TV. I can't say like exactly what, but like, you know, it's, um, she's never really wanted to fight with other women on TV or had her life like completely exposed to the, um, truest core. And this like page is really a good way for her to like get out what she wants to get out and what she's passionate about, which is being in control of it. Yes. And being in control of it. Cause you know, that's you get, awesome. You get to. She needs a cooking show, though. Oh, she she completely does. I mean, I I don't know if like I'm allowed to reveal this or anything, but she was actually contacted by, um, NB or a- NBC or ABC, I forget, this summer to do a show with Aisha Curry. Oh, oh, love her. And, yes, and classic cooking with Gina with those South Philly nerves and anxiety last second said no she's i have to move my son into college with dominic um oh my god first of all that's adorable i know i can't do this big show with aisha curry because my son's going to college oh you should have heard so cute the casting director was like and like i'm in casting so like i know what like this lady was probably thinking like you are blowing a huge opportunity and she's probably going to be mad at me for even bringing this up but like it it things happen for a reason she's going to get something else or end up doing something else but um yeah that's i think that's also why i appreciate characters like dolores a little bit even though they're boring um on like a housewife show they bring they tie it up together like provide the foundation for it almost that's fair Mm -hmm. well i I think go i was just gonna say i think this kind of brings us to what we do every week Anthony, is that we do a shout out yes. of our favorite, I love our favorite moment or just something positive. So we're going to change it up this week and do a shout out for our favorite Jersey housewife. Ooh. You go first. I'm curious to hear what you, yes, you. <laughs> oh no. Oh God, this is really hard. Okay. Hmm. Okay. So personally, like on a personal level, cause this gets tough. Cause you know, you you go into it like just watching the show and then you're like, oh, okay, but I actually know this chick in real life. Like my, per- my perceptions totally change about Orange County once I start to get to know the ladies. So I guess if I'm going to do it from a personal perspective, Margaret Josephs, of course, she's my friend. She's unbelievable. She's not only a great addition to the show, but off camera, she's like even a better, even better. Um, oh, awesome. But if we're going to do favorite housewife, Teresa. I mean, there's no... For any franchise, Teresa Judice is, for me, Ramona Singer says that she thinks she put Housewives on the map. No freaking way. <laughs> Teresa Judice put Housewives on the map. We have freaking Governor Chris Christie talking about Teresa Judice. Barack Obama mentioned Teresa Judice in one of his speeches in the table flip. Like, Teresa is Housewives. So I'm going to say Teresa. Wow. Yeah. Abby? So this is hard because I'm going to go off of just current season. Um, If I had to go overall, I'd pick Dina. She's Mm, my favorite New Jersey housewife. 
Um, and I loved her ugly little hairless cat. But if we're going to go off of this season, I'm going to go with Jackie. Nice. Um, one, she has a minivan and so do I. So we have that in common. But two, I love that she wasn't afraid to go head to head with Teresa. And I think like that was so needed in this part, like where this show's at with New Jersey everybody's like newbies. I feel like a lot of people always just like kind of cower down to her. Mm -hmm. And I love that she went like right at her and said, like, if you could control your husband, would he be in jail? Like, whoa. Yeah. What? Like that right there still, I'm like, I cannot believe she had the balls to say it. So I'm going to give a shout out to Jackie. Nice. Yes. Love it. Um, So I think overall I would agree with Teresa. I mean, I, Anthony, everything you're saying, there would be no, housewives without her um I looked always look forward to every season like any of her sayings or misquoting things which I clearly do yeah, amazing. <laughs> but, um, but I, I don't know she always brings it and there's always something interesting going on with her so that's probably my overall but the current season I'm gonna go with I want to say Jackie but Abby just gave her some love so I'm gonna go with Margaret because we love Margaret. I love her sense of humor. Her husband's adorable. Um, I just I just like her energy. And I, re- I just really, really like her. We even have a little pet name for her. We call her Margie. Does, yes. she, does she hate being called that? No, I feel like, don't call okay. her Margie. Oh, we okay, call good. her Margie. And we didn't realize that we were doing that until. We're like, we love Margie. And then we're like, no one else calls her. I, I love that. <laughs> it's just such like a. I, I just love the name Marge. Like, the, you could do so many things with it. Like, the Marge, Margie. Like, well, yes. I love that it's March Senior. Yeah. Oh, and my Marge God. Junior. It's They are, like, the gift that keeps on giving. And uh, it, I always think about it, too. Like, if I, if I was not friendly with her in real life, what would my perception be of her on the show? And it, it would still be the same. She is so smart, which is something that we hadn't had in Jersey since, like, Dina and Caroline. And even though they were, quote, unquote, smart, they're more street smart. Margaret's, like, an intellectual. Like, she knows what the hell is going on at all times, whether it be business, whether it be family, whether it be, like, interpersonal relationships. She's just kind of, like, the whole package. And weird thought. Couldn't you guys kind of picture Marge on the New York cast? Yes. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I feel like her and Dorinda would be best friends. Oh, Oh 100%. I would like to see her and Ramona get in a fight. Yeah. Oh, it would be crazy. She'd be like this bitch. I mean, they're actually, I think, friends in real life, Marge and Oh, really? Ramona, yeah. But like, uh, you know, I, I can totally see, I could see her going at it with Bethany. I could see her going at it. Oh, with, Bethany. Yes. Yeah. Anyone can go after Bethany or at least try. Yeah. At least yeah. try to go after <laughs> Bethany. Bethany's one of those people who, you know, um, one of my favorite phrases, I actually just like thought of it earlier in the week and I'm like, oh my God, I can't freaking stop saying it because it applies to so many situations. But Bethany holds people hostage with her emotions. Like <laughs> she, it's like, and I, I, I've been, you know, when you think of a way that you feel, but you can't figure out how to articulate it. So it drives you completely insane. Like that's how I feel about Bethany and like people holding people hostage with their emotions. That's what she does. No, she definitely does. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, this has been so much fun. Yeah. Oh, no, seriously. Amazing. We're gonna have to. I'm gonna have you guys on my show. We'll do a little cross okay. promotional. It'll be so awesome. Not wait. Well, thank you so much, Anthony. This yeah, this was so much fun. And thank you everyone for listening. Please do not forget to subscribe to our podcast. Subscribe to Anthony's podcast. Uh, 
Oh my God. Tony's tea quarter, yes. right? Yes. Just Tony's like, I'm sorry. Oh my I'm like, God. Abby. No. I know. Well, Our first guest. Jeez. I almost said Tony's tea time. I'm like, it's not <laughs> okay, tea time. Like but you're not alone in that. Some people have called it that. Yeah, I think because of all the T's. I just yeah, was yeah. thinking of the alliteration. Um, yeah. I listened to it. I swear. Um, I know. In fact, I, I was you. dying when your friend was like, I have good memories and bad memories of this basement. Because I could say that about a lot of friends' oh, basements, too. Oh, 100%. <laughs> I have bad memories of that basement, too. Um, but so subscribe to both of ours. Uh, leave us five-star reviews. Yes. And check out our Instagrams at Anthony Lario and at Real Moms of Bravo. Yes. Till next time. Thanks so much. You will fail. So what? Everybody does. But your gym, your watch, your yoga pants, they pretend you won't. So when you miss a day, eat the pancakes. Give up on a workout? You failed? Seriously, what the hell? We're body. We've been a part of that too. But not anymore. At body, we're rejecting perfection and embracing reality. Not in a pizza Monday kind of way in a loving your whole life kind of way. In a, this workout is fun and it's okay if I take a week off kind of way. In an, I'm eating healthy and it's okay if I indulge kind of way. In a, I like myself no matter what kind of way. Yeah, you will fail. We all will. But we're not going to let that be the end. You see that? We're already making progress. So let's keep going. We are Body. Start your free trial at body.com. That's B-O-D-I dot com.